0: Hey, I'm Veronica. Hey, I'm Casey, and we are so excited that you are here with us on the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast.
1: Yes, motherhood comes with so many different stages, and each stage looks a little different than the one before. Here, you will find perspectives, tools, and advice on a mama in the toddler stages and in the teenage stages and anything in between. So if you can relate to either of those, you are in for a treat. Are you a professional multitasker? Well, turns out it is possible, and we
0: are experts at juggling all the things. Do you find yourself waiting for this mom and business thing to get better? Are you ready to start feeling excited for every day? What would you be able to do if you were energized and present in your home and in your business?
1: We have been there too. Mom guilt, the mental load, exhaustion, you name it, we've been there. And the truth is, being a mompreneur is hard work, and that's okay. It wasn't until we started working on ourselves from the inside out that we started to see major shifts in our lives. You can thrive in every stage of motherhood and business, and we are going to do it together. Each week on this podcast, you will learn
0: how to turn your mind and body into your greatest asset. You will feel seen and heard, getting to know other hardworking mompreneurs, and you will get tangible tools on how to implement changes immediately to create harmony in your mind, body, business, and home. Let's dive in. Am I the only one who looks at a website and within the first five seconds, I know if I'm going to jive with a person or not? Well, if you've ever wondered how to get your website fine-tuned, then today is the episode for you with guest Crystal Nagy. Crystal is a solo entrepreneur who helps other female entrepreneurs elevate their online presence through beautiful website design and branding. She's a mom and started her entrepreneurial journey in October of 2021 when her boys were just one and three. Being a mom gave her the confidence and drive she never knew that she had, so she quit her nine-to-five took a huge leap of faith on herself. Crystal and I talk about all things websites, but also how websites and health have so many things in common. So stay tuned for this fun episode. Are you struggling to make it through the day without taking a power nap so that you can get dinner on the table after a long day at work? Are you drowning in your to-do list and you don't have any energy to get started so you just give up? Or maybe you feel like you're stuck in the endless cycle of coffee and sugar fueled afternoons while waiting for the kids to get off the bus just so that you can be the mom you dreamed about becoming. I was too, and I'm here to help. I'm Casey. I'm a mom, multi-passionate business owner, nurse, low energy detective, and I'm one half of the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. I am psyched to share my top three tips to beat the afternoon crash and have all day energy guide with you today. I created this guide so that you can have more energy quickly and feel good running your business, doing all the mom things, and feeling like you've crushed your day instead of feeling exhausted, frustrated, and resentful. I've included my favorite three strategies to get you started down the path towards more energy, plus a one-day meal plan and shopping list to get you started. You can find the link to grab your guide right in the show notes, so make sure you download it today. Welcome, welcome to this week's episode of the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. This week is a special guest, Crystal Nyagi, uh, who is joining us this week to talk all about her business, her family, and all things marketing and website. Um, So welcome, Crystal. Hi, thank you for having me. It's it's so exciting to have you because I know zero about websites and very little about marketing, SEO, all those things. So any uh, knowledge that you have will be quite helpful for myself and I'm sure for our listeners as well.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no problem. I... I feel like I sometimes overshare when it comes to especially like SEO and things that are technical. So I'll keep it top level. But if you have any deep dive questions, just be warned. I can talk for a long time.
0: I talk a lot. So and I'll be talking and laughing and doing all the things. So feel free to... Deep dive where you feel like it's appropriate and make jokes as appropriate as well. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> so first up, let me just have you just introduce yourself, kind of give us a little bit of background, tell the listeners a little bit about your your family first and then your business maybe.
2: Sure, yeah. So um, I am a wife and a mother. I have two young sons. They are now five and three years old. Um, I, yeah, I've been married, I think this is my eighth year anniversary being married. That's
0: awesome.
2: It's like terrible. I feel like (laughs) I should know that. (laughs) So, so yes, I've been married for eight years now. Um, sometimes I can't keep track, but I'm pretty sure it's eight and yeah, it's been a whirlwind. So we did the whole typical, uh, well, maybe not typical, but we moved in together. We were living together for a year and then we got engaged. And then next year we got married and then we took about two years to enjoy married life. And then we decided to have children. So, um, my oldest son is five. He just turned five this past summer and yeah, he's amazing. He's like our Guinea pig child. And the second one, you know, we've learned a lot of lessons. So we're doing things a little bit different.
0: Yeah, the second one's always easier. I feel like you you know a little bit about what works and what doesn't, and you're also a lot more relaxed.
2: Oh, totally. Yeah. And especially like we just went through potty training with my youngest. And with my with my first, we pushed it way too soon. And it was, it was honestly, it was a nightmare. Like yeah. the whole potty training thing took about eight months and it yeah. was like lots of stress and anxiety and disappointment and expectations and all this stuff and yeah. with my second I just said, you know what? I I don't care. As long yeah. as he's out of diapers by the age that he's like 4 years old, has to go to school, he's fine. And he literally did it by himself. It was awesome. just like a very like <laughs> suggestion. would you like to wear underwear? And he was like, yeah. And then that's that was cool. it. Like, one week later, he's trained. So, lesson learned. Uh, my poor first child is, you know, being the guinea pig there, but we live and we learn.
0: Yeah. I, I had a similar experience, actually. My Neither of my kids potty trained till they were four. Uh, and my first one started talking about it at like 18 months. So I was like, yes, this is going to be so good. Oh, no, it was a total nightmare. She talked about it yeah. and then was just like, no, thanks. I'm all sad after she dragged me through the mud for two years. <laughs>
2: Right. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, there's so much that we can control, and we do have control over as parents. And then there's this whole other part of you know we have no control. We could right. force it and uh, damage relationships, damage self-esteem, whatever. And you know, we just gotta.
0: <laughs> Sometimes you gotta roll something with it. That I like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think. I think. it's like. Pretty common.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know, just realizing I have to get out of my own way and just let things be. <laughs> I yeah,
0: think it's, it's hard, works. right? It's hard as, especially uh, I find for women and then women specifically who go the entrepreneurial route, You, we tend to fit one of two kind of molds. And some of them are, I find, are just these like dreamers and big ideas and they're every, you know, all these things. And some of them are like, no, no, I'm super good at this thing and if i can control all the um all the parts i i can win every time because i'm super good at it you know what i mean right. um and yeah. so i th- i think there are a lot of us probably in that lane um yes. and it doesn't translate quite as well over to family maybe i don't know right. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. i can totally relate constant pep talks
2: on like you know what can i control and what can i control um yeah with the the entrepreneurial side having you know there's this group of people that are visionaries and they think big and they don't really care about the details so much. They just have amazing ideas and big ideas and big dreams. And then there's like the the integrators and creators and doers yeah. that will just like put it all together, right? Fit all the pieces in and do the work and have the grit and, and all that stuff. So I'm definitely in that category um, awesome. for me to get into a visionary space I need lots of time I need no distractions it doesn't come naturally to me like i really have to get into the mindset and it's hard to even stay there for me I have to keep reminding myself this is where we're at this is the headspace I want to be in so
0: yeah I think I think I agree I actually we've talked on a on another episode um Veronica and I had talked about One of the things that one of my coaches somewhere along the way had said is that when when you're that type of person, like you were just talking about, you have to schedule your creative time. You have to... It's totally separate from the doing time of even say social media posts, right? That's something that's easy for most people to understand. Like the creating of the ideas of the post is way different than the designing of the graphic, which is way different than the writing of the material. You know what I mean? And yep. it's yeah, yep. totally different headspace, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So tell me a little bit about your business.
2: Yeah. So I am a brand and website designer. I'm a Wix website partner, so I know everything there is to know about Wix websites. Um, I really love helping small businesses, like solo entrepreneurs, like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my mark, my target is mostly women, but I do help. Some men they mm-hmm. find me and they like, him, and then we work together. Um, but yeah, a lot of my clients are and either running a side hustle that they are ready to take serious, or they've been you know running their business for a couple of years. They DIY their website and their branding, and they're ready to just take it to the next level and be able to um, you know attract either a different client or just more leads. Mm-hmm. um, and legitimize their business.
0: Yeah. That, that's awesome. So how did you, how did you get to that? Were you always doing websites or were you doing something else? And then you shifted in that direction. Yeah,
2: so my history, my history, my, um, work experience is in marketing. So I have okay. 15 years of marketing experience before I started my business, which was about two and a half years ago. Um, and I've worked in corporate, I've done lots of media and I've also worked for medium-sized businesses where I was their only marketing person. So oh, okay. I got to do a ton of stuff, right? From email marketing to, uh, you know, developing marketing strategies, to designing websites, to creating promotional videos. Like I've done it all. So when I started my business, I didn't really know what I wanted to do because I had such a wide variety of experience. So mm-hmm. i what most entrepreneurs do who are service-based like me and have lots of experience, I say, I'll do anything. Yeah, (laughs) I'm in marketing. Just blanket statement. Yeah. So for the first year I did, I did lots of different things. I did social media management. I did market research. I did all this stuff. And I I quickly found out that I don't want to do all the things. I don't have to do all the things. I can choose what I want to do. And what I really loved was the design. Part of it. So, the website design, the brand design, and like development of what is your brand? What is your voice? What is your mission? What are your values? Why are you picking a purple butterfly? Like, what does that mean to you? And how are we going to attract the right clients with that branding and then bring that into a beautiful website that will convert leads and really showcase what
0: your business is about?
2: So, That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that whole part of it just it, I could do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> I feel like, yeah,
0: watching you talk about it, it, it's I can see that you're passionate about that. And I think that's great because it's really hard as a solopreneur. I'm I'm also a solopreneur. So did I DIY all my own things. I eventually had somebody like upgrade my website, but it's sort of at this point, like they'll need to be more upgrades over time. But it's really hard for me to wrap my brain around all of those things, you know? And so it's like, I started with one thing and now I've taken that next iteration where like, I'm a little more clear. Hopefully it's a little more clear coming across. Like, so what would you say is the most important thing on your website? Like if you're, if like when someone lands there, what's the most important thing that you help your clients with? Yeah,
2: so there's like, there's one thing that's important Important before you build your website, and that is understanding your target audience, yeah. yeah, and who you're speaking to. So once you have that nailed down, the most important part of your website is above the fold, which is the top of your homepage. Um, if you're looking at it on a desktop, it's like a little rectangle shape. That is the most important. So what I see a lot in um, clients that come to me, I do web- website audits as well, yeah. is I see a really high bounce rate and a bounce rate is when a user finds your link to your website. So through social media or Google or, you know, any other platform, they find your link and they're like, Hey, I like these guys enough. I'm going to check out their website. They click on your website. They look at that above the fold, the hero Mm -hmm. image with the messaging and something just doesn't quite click either. It's not what they thought it was going to be it's not clear. It doesn't load fast enough. Um, there's no call to action. So there's nothing for them to do. And then they just, "Mm, I'm not sure what I'm looking at. What am I supposed to do here? And then they close out. Okay. So you get the most return on investment. If above the fold is really optimized. Well,
0: okay. And like, so these are things that I see in the back end of my website. And I just am like, yep, that's overwhelming. Let me click out of that. I see the bounce rate. I, you know, and I don't know what mine is. I will tell you right now. Um, but I know it's there. I do know how to find it. Um, and so what is, is that something that we should be tracking over time? As Like if you're a solopreneur, like you, you only have so much time, right? And yep. is that one of the things that I should be looking at, <clears throat> excuse me, on a regular basis?
2: For sure. Yeah. So once a month, like I perform website maintenance for a lot of my clients and for myself as well. So at the end of every single month, I take some time on my own website because I'm familiar with your own website because you're familiar with it too. It could be 15 minutes Mm -hmm. to just go in, take some key um, values and plot them in a spreadsheet so you can see how they're trending over time. A lot of um, website builders do have reports that are already built. So you can look at your report like compared to the last month, or you can even look at the report over the year. Um, So there's, I know in Wix, especially there's um, really great reporting and you could just take a look at it, say like, oh, in September, there was a huge spike on the 15th. What happened there? And then you can go and look at your social media and say, oh, I was running or I advertised for my um, uh, lead generation, like my lead magnet. And it it works, right? Like I got lots of audience. So what happened there? Let's take a look at the bounce rate. Let's take a look at um, there's behavioral reports as well. So Mm -hmm. you can see how people navigate through your website. So what page they're arriving on and then what percentage of them go to your pricing page? What percentage of them go to the checkout? Um, Yeah, so you can really kind of see. And if there are pages that, you know, individuals are spending a lot of time on, then maybe add in more call to action to that page if they're naturally going there. So a website really is is not a set it and forget it. <laughs> it is oh yeah, it's like a living organism and it should be part of all of the marketing that you do throughout the year.
0: It's it's interesting to to because you, you know, you can get all this information from all these experts and like, you know, one business coach is like you don't need a website, landing pages are fine and somebody else is like your website is like your business card, it needs to be perfect and, you know, so you can get caught up in doing all the things. Um yeah. Would you recommend when somebody is starting a business, you know, and it's new for them, it's brand new, they've just are jumping out of the gate, like is a website something you need first and foremost at the very beginning? Or is that something that can come six months in? This is such a hot button question right
2: now. (laughs) And I know that it's so split. So, you know, there are We have to take everything with a grain of salt. So I'm a website designer. I'm going to tell you, you need a website because that's what I believe in my core. Sure. When it comes to marketing, you really need to take a look at the big picture and say, okay, what are all the things that I'm going to do in marketing? And what are my goals? Mm -hmm. Do these activities in marketing help me achieve my goals? And if what you're doing is helping you achieve your goals, then keep doing it. Yeah. You need to change. If what you're doing is like kind of helping you achieve some of your goals, but you have bigger goals and you want to grow more, then you'll need to make changes, but it goes both ways. So you can't just have a website and not have a social media presence. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't just have a social media presence, but not have anywhere to sell your services. So right. they do both go together. So it depend- if, if somebody is just starting out and they're like, I am so overwhelmed, I'm just figuring out my packages, I just put together a logo, I honestly suggest to start with social media. Okay, Start with social media, figure out what your business is about, figure out who you're targeting, what your content strategy is, and get really good and familiar with what your business is. Before you invest the money, if you're going to hire somebody or the time, which it takes yeah. a lot of time to build a website DIY, before yeah. you spend that time or money in creating a website, really know your business first.
0: I think that's so- hard, right? That's that can be really hard for people to jump into social media because it feels like you're really putting yourself out there. You're really jumping off the deep end with like this is. Me this is what I do and this is you know and it feels very like it can feel very um scary. Yeah. Whereas a, I don't know somehow a website feels a little less scary because it feels like there's like that little bit of distance, you know, between you and and the people. But social media can be really helpful. So I I do like the idea to, that you have to marry the two. I mean, because the people are going back and forth between the two things That's and you right. can do different things in on both platforms. That's right.
2: Yeah, yeah, a website is a little bit less intimidating because it's so much more curated than social media. So social media right now is all about like being real and raw and day in the life, and you really have to decide where your boundary is and what you're going to share and what you're not going to share. Yeah, Um, like for me, I know a lot of people share their family, like their real life family pictures, their kids doing stuff. For me, that's just something that I put a boundary around. Yeah. I talk about my kids. I talk about being a mom, but I don't put pictures of my kids doing stuff on yeah. my social. Um, So that's a boundary that I set. But you know, you'll have your own boundary. And the only way to know what that is, is to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah it totally. Feels. I actually, <laughs> so, so as far as boundaries in, in my social media presence, I do share my kids, but my kids are older, so I can... Ask them. I will usually, if I am going to use them in something, hey, is this picture okay to share? And they'll yes or no, it they don't I don't think they've ever said no, to be honest. I don't think they really understand the long-term implications. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of, you know, watching that for them and also including them. Um, and then, you know, because my business is a health-based business and I am also working with my kids in different ways at different times when I've shared. Sometimes it's something about a client that the client is my child. I right. will say, you know, "Hey, do you mind if I talk about this? I'm not going to use your name." And they'll say, "Oh, yeah, who cares, mom?" You know, I'm like, "Well, I'm just yeah. just bringing you into the loop, you know." That's right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, content creation and setting your boundaries is really tricky. Um I I feel so when I do my brand development and I work on brand development with my clients, I have like a brand development DIY workbook okay mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's like a workbook and then I do coaching around it too because sometimes it's really hard to get your head around it yeah and I feel like y- you really have to know the foundational parts of your business like what are your values what is, what do you stand for um what is your brand voice are you casual are you professional are you you know the friend next door are you a thought leader like how are you positioning yourself? And once you have those pieces in place, any thought or, or content idea that you have and you're unsure, you can go back to your values and say, does this align with my goal? Does this align with my target audience? Does this align with my mission and everything I'm trying to accomplish? And if the answer is yes, then awesome. If the answer is "Mm, maybe not, then, then you don't choose that piece of content. And the same thing goes with your website. So, I know we talked about um, what I think individuals should start with, social media or website. I said social media because a lot of people, entrepreneurs, don't have a really clear idea of what their business is when they're first starting out. Yeah. That being said, if you create a website and you create a brand, it doesn't mean that you're stuck with that forever. Yeah. <laughs> so when I started my business, I was like, I'll do anything. Um I Since then, I've had three brand changes. So I've changed my mission, my vision, three times. So the last time I did it was in January of this year. And this is the one, right? So it took me a year and a half as somebody who has tons of marketing experience to really find my brand and find what sits really well with me. What am I comfortable with? representing myself. So it takes time. And I think that's my biggest tip for people who are just starting out. It doesn't all have to be perfect at the beginning. The most important thing is to get out there and sell your product, sell your service, and all the rest of it will come together as it's supposed to.
0: Yeah. And I actually love that you bring that up because it ties in with stuff that we've talked about in... Multiple other episodes in regards to several different topics. And, you know, it's two things that everything comes back to your values and your values determine your boundaries in every single area of your life, whether it's your family, your relationships, you know, with your family or outside of your family, your business, you know, all of those things come from that. And the other thing, number two, which is messy action. I talk about it all the time. It's just, Get up a landing page. If that's all you have the ability to do, just start with that, uh, you know, or start with X number of social media posts a week or whatever it is, and just beginning. And by taking the action, it helps you to like navigate that road and pick which path you're going to take. Because, like, I t- totally relate to everything you're saying as far as, you know, when I started my business, I thought I wanted to do one thing and I did it for a while. And I was like, oh, I, it turns out I don't. Like as much that particular lane, I'm going to shift over into this lane. Um, mm-hmm. and that was based on purely client experiences, but also my own experiences with coaches and, and learning what I liked and what I didn't like in the relationship from both sides. Um, right. and so that I, I love that you brought both of those things up because it applies to everything. And, and the listeners of this podcast are, you know, they're here for all the things, right? It's like, Some weeks we're talking about health. Some weeks we're talking about mental stuff. Some weeks we're talking about mom life. And this week we're talking about websites. It's like, but those same core things apply in all of those things.
2: Yeah, it's the same. So when you're saying that, I do have a beef I want to complain about.
1: Oh, let's hear it. I love a complaint.
2: complaint. (laughs) So I have beef with marketers, coaches, people Mm -hmm. selling a course and the way that they're um selling it is they're targeting entrepreneurs who are just starting out with this magic course that in 5 days after you take this course you're going to be making 10 grand a month yeah <laughs> and i'm going to call bs on that yeah because nothing is that simple if it was right. everybody would be making 10 grand a month
0: <laughs> right
2: right right it, it come making 10 grand a month. Okay. Yes, definitely. There are opportunities for you to stumble upon this jackpot and, but it's like winning the lottery. Right. Right. How often is that going to happen that, Ooh, I ran into an opportunity and it just, everything came into place and I found this one thing that works with this one target audience and it's selling like hotcakes and I'm making 10 grand, 20 grand, 50 grand a month. Yeah. Maybe, but
0: Are you going to win the lottery? (laughs) Right. And I think that 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 same, like, there's that same panacea being sold in the health space as well. And here's this supplement, here's this protocol, these different, you know, and it's going to fix every one of your, you know, 700 symptoms and you're going to be feeling amazing and you're just finally life is going to be all sunshine and rainbows. And the truth is, in, I would imagine, marketing as well as your health it's really about the very simple consistent actions what you do every day is what you is what you are as far as your health goes and it's kind of the same with marketing right what you do consistently is what your business actually is it's not the thing you hope it is like it's not me being you know 40 pounds lighter and like a super bodybuilder it's no i'm not going to be any of those things if i'm not consistently moving my body and eating well
2: You know what I mean? That's right. It's like... You're exactly right. Yeah. I'm also not going to have
0: 10,000 followers if I'm not posting consistently or whatever.
2: There's so much symmetry in marketing and and health and probably other parts of life as well. Yeah. Results. So in marketing, I feel like we're, in general, we're all kind of after that, like dopamine hit. I think it's, I think it's dopamine. Yeah, it is. is. We're after that dopamine hit. So we're going to post something on social media. We're going to post a reel and we're going to see those likes and we're going to see those comments and that's fine. But the real results, that's the long lasting results and the results that are actually going to make you money happen after months and months of doing that little action. Yeah. So when I work with clients, especially with website design, like the thought of just creating a website and submitting it to Google and then instantly being on the first page of Google, that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> you give it time. You need to keep working at it. You need blogs. You need keyword optimization. You need all your platforms working together to reach this goal.
0: Um, so yeah, it's like weird how there's so much yeah. <laughs> there's so much parallel. There's so many parallels. So as we're kind of like winding down a little bit, I just wanted to let's leave the listeners if you can think of one tip to give the listener who is trying to market her business. It feels like it's taking all of her time and she has a, you know, a family. She's trying to do the business. Maybe she's also working a job and that her business is on the side. And she has only a little bit of time. What is the a tip that you can give that will be really effective for moving her forward in a short amount of time?
2: Yes. So CEO days or hours okay. are essential. So we, we were kind of talking about this before, about having space to be a visionary. Um, so CEO days and time blocking are kind of the same all in one thing. Um, so if for me, I only have three days a week to work on my business. My little guy isn't in school yet. So I'm home with him one day. And then, you know, I only work while the kids are in school. So I have such limited time. I have to do client work. I have to do email responses. I have to work on my own business. I have to do administrative stuff. There's so much to do. And it's so easy to sit down at your computer or wherever your workspace is and really feel overwhelmed by like, Mm -hmm. what should I be doing? So I suggest on a Sunday night or whenever your week starts, you sit down and you look at the week ahead and you say, okay, what do I have to get done? What does my calendar look like? And block time. It doesn't have to be perfect. Sometimes you're going to go over the time. Sometimes you're going to be done before, but you're making space for those tasks that you need to do. And the most important task, aside from client work, client work always comes first, is having space and time to work on your business. So, CEO days. I use mine Monday morning. So, I just finished mine. It's a Monday today for whoever is listening. It might not be a Monday, um, but Monday mornings, I sit down and I work on a few things. I do my blogging, I do my social media, I work with my VA. I I have a whole Monday morning, one week for just thinking about other things. What do I want my business to look like? What are my goals going to be? So I have like different categories of activities that I do every Monday. Um, So like the last Monday of every month is always my social media. And then, you know, so other Mondays are different things. And I really thrive in organization. So for some, this might not work if they don't thrive in like a structured, organized environment. But I think for anyone having a clear idea of what is going to happen in this week, I have 50,000 things to do. What am I going to focus on this week? And yeah. am I actually going to get this stuff done? And fitting in time to work on your business, work on your branding, figuring out what your business name is going to be. Block mm-hmm. the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I-, I love that answer because I... I'm a huge block scheduler. When you look at my calendar, I I block things. Um, and I use Google Calendar for it. And everything's color-coded because people are everywhere in my house. Um, And that is one of the things that has saved me because I've tried scheduling things down to the hour and all these different things. And I want to be able to do that, but it makes me crazy. So if you're a person like myself who needs a little bit of structure to keep you on task, but can't be too structured because that will make you crazy and you won't do anything. Um, block scheduling is kind of like that magic secret sauce in the in the middle of that. So I love that you brought that up because yeah. it gives you the flexibility to say during this block of time, I'm I'm sort of doing this list of things or this genre of thing, and then you can then you know where to kind of start, you know. Yeah, get that ball rolling. Yep. So I For love sure. that. Yeah, I love that. So last thing uh, we do on this podcast is a question of the day. So I'm gonna. Surprise you with my question of the day. I hope you're ready.
2: I'm excited. Okay, go for it. <laughs> okay,
0: I I want you to answer this as you. I'm most impressed by people who can a play musical instruments really well, b not lose their cool around creepy crawlies, or c teach me facts that I didn't know.
2: Oh, I thought the second <laughs> one was going to be not lose their cool, full stop. I was like, that's the one. Yeah. But around people probably. Okay, so out of those three, I'm going to go with number one. I wish I could play a musical instrument. There are a lot of people in my family who are very musically inclined and I'm always very envious and i am secretly trying to get my kids into uh, the yeah. musical and like <laughs> introducing them to lots of things so yes i'm always fascinated by people who can play instruments
0: as awesome. well well i was in the marching band so i'll i'll take a <laughs> bow for my my terrible clarinet playing um i actually was going to say uh, teach me facts i didn't know see i am an incessant learner i love i'm just very curious probably to my detriment i'm like a little kid out in the world that like likes to see all the things and do all the things. Um, So if somebody can come at me with new information, I it's probably the dopamine hit. Now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm like it's probably the dopamine hit. Uh, learning new things, but you know what? Whatever. I, I'll end up in this life with a whole bunch of useless knowledge, it, and it's going to be great. <laughs> So if you guys are listening, want to answer the question of the day, I will drop it in the Facebook group and you can go uh, chat with us more there. And I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today, Crystal. It was super fun. And who knew that there were so many parallels between marketing and the health space? <laughs> That's
2: right. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such an amazing time.
0: Yeah. And if you can just before we drop off, um, let let the listeners know where they can find you um and if you have a freebie or anything that they can grab if anything that you want to share absolutely
2: so um i am on instagram facebook and of course i have a website my handle is kn creative and it's the short form for marketing so mktg um and that's on all platforms and that's also my
0: website so www.kncreativemktg.com Awesome, and I will drop all of those links in the show notes as well. Yes.
2: Oh, I also have a freebie. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Tell um, me about it, and then I, we'll drop I have that too. A um, like an SEO checklist. So if oh. you are DIYing your website and you want to dive in and set up your SEO, um, I have a, it's a pretty extensive SEO checklist,
0: um, and you can just get it free on my website. Awesome. I will download that today. Actually, i I probably need I probably need the full overhaul the SEO checklist. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Great. Thank you so much. It was great to chat with you. Take care. Well, mama, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here with us again this week. Before you go, please make sure you hit that follow button. So you get notified of all the new episodes that are coming up and head on over to the thriving mompreneurs, Facebook community and join us there.
1: In our thriving community, you will be connected with other business and family-minded mamas looking to feel fulfilled and energized within their lives. And you will be able to start implementing some of the tools we talked about right here on this podcast with some amazing accountability. All right, mama, we will see you at the same time, same place next week. And remember, you were made to thrive. See you next time.